Hi, this is this is Lynn. I wanted to thank you guys for joining me on the number one radio station, BBS. And you're going to love us, I guarantee it. My goal here is to just not have a grammar class, please. No pronunciation show. This is just me, Lynn, a girl that just likes to show uh, and share some laughter in your everyday stressful life. So I'm going to start with, let's do the politics. I'm not really too much in politicians, so I'm not going to go on size. I'm just saying. And the politics of these days is uh, they were all, they're all um, guys or people that just, you know, like to debate. They wake up in the morning to debate, to debate whether to go to sleep, to debate whether they want to eat, to debate, well, did we just debate on debating? That's politics. Let's move on to uh, just... Um, Back in my day, when you asked a neighbor and you saw them landscaping and you asked them, is there any way possible I could borrow your hoe? They would bring you a stick with a piece of metal that cut the weed. Nowadays, you go and you ask the same neighbor, may I borrow the hoe? He goes in, brings the wife's sister out. Next, uh, nowadays, if you go and ask, your neighbor for a pot, he would bring you a pot that you would boil water or make a meal out of. Nowadays, we ask you, would you like sativa, hybrid, or indica? That would be an ounce or a pound. Moving on. Weight problems. Started with Jenny and Craig. Craig, Craig met Weight Watcher, and they had a thing going on. To the surprise, Jenny found Way after Sub ended up in prison. Way was happy that the day Jenny became Jenny Way, Craig became Watcher Craig, and Sub became a sandwich in prison. In life, when you go out to the store and you order supplements, supplements meaning as, I'm going to take this pill for my thighs. You wake up the next day, your thighs are double the size, and you realize that you have been taking thyroid instead of thighs for your pills. Next, you go on to you wanted to lose some weight. You went out and you met a guy. The next week, you realize that he made you gain some weight. You get rid of the guy. Now you have weight loss. Meet the man. You have weight gain. These are just plans. Remember, this is just my generation, and I just thought talk straight out. I don't have these uh, jokes that you just line them up every day. Okay, so we take a pill for our skin to watch the skin turn into crepey paper. And if and at the final, we're happy with our new skin with the crepey, with crepiness. We call that the new crepe skin look. With the pills that you look younger, you only look in the mirror and you realize that the mirror cracks up in shock because the pill made you so strikingly beautiful. Nowadays, when we ask you to take a please, a puff puff of a pill or a joint, we're asking you to hand us the puff and blow it out and enjoy the puff with us. And back in our days, puff puff meant that the chimney was literally going, burning, and firing, and puffing. Excuse me. Nowadays, that if you even try to laugh and have humor, 
people look at you like there's something wrong, and you go, no, I just have, I'm passing some gas. Nowadays, if you take care of a 90-year-old and he tells you he's going to walk in the room to tear you up, what he literally means in a couple of days when he gets in the room, he will tear you up when he gets there. A little bit about myself is that I'm a street girl. I raised myself alone, and um, I've learned that through the pain and all, you have to find some laughter. My feedback has always been, look in the mirror. Sometimes the mirror wants to lie to me and tell me I look ugly. I refuse it. I refuse to accept any negative feedback. The feedback should always be positive and to make yourself giggle. I met a guy one day on the train. He asked me if there was any way possible that he could join me for lunch. I said, absolutely. He insisted on paying for the lunch. We walked. He took me to the movie. And then we got ready to leave. And he asked me, is there any way possible that I could come up to his room? And I said, absolutely sure I will come up to your room. As I get there and I open the door and I walk in and I said, now listen to me. You know, I spent a lot of time with you and I'm thinking that you owe me. So is this why we're here? So you can repay uh, what you owe me for my time, for the time I spent with you today? Um, I'm thinking that's why we're here, right? And in my day, when you met a woman, you never, ever, ever met her without going through dad. So when you met dad and you had been lying to dad saying that you've never been out with his daughter, you can guarantee dad already smells her all over you. The car is reeking with her and your smell. And dad says, I do not want you to see her any longer. And in my days, when you ask dad, is there any way possible I could have your daughter's hand, he would go and get you uh, one of the ugliest one, and he'd say, yes, absolutely, here you go. In my days, we were all brought up to be thankful for what we didn't have. And what we did have, they asked us to share, and what we shared was what we didn't have. We would go outside, and we would pretend there was horses outside, and we would say, come on, you can have a couple of these horses, when we knew there was only jackasses out there looking for the horses. <laughs> And in my and in my days, laughter was something that you never did because they would say, oh, my God, are you watching that person? They're so crazy. All they ever do. Why are they laughing? You never wanted to tell them it was their face that was killing you and making you just go in hysterically. You know, uh, do I look good today? Um, I'm thanking you do, Uncle Sally. I'm thanking Aunt Bob loves your clothing. And, you, yeah, you two are working it well. Uh-huh. In my days, when you were a senior and you came into a dining room and you had one purple sock on, one gray one on, a skirt that was checkered, a blouse that was paisley, we dared you to ask us, is there anything wrong with your attire? Uh, no, the attire is that I'm tired of you asking me about my attire is what I'm tired of. And in my days, I always did a lot of voice making fun of people. Nowadays, I would say, let's go over to uh, Hillary. 
me, Hillary. I swear I tell you, I'm telling you right now, all those emails I deleted, I had nothing to do with it. My bill file was just not working that day. A bill file, that would be for a person who has absent minds. I'm thinking that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, Has anybody found Bill is anywhere in between the sheets? Now, did I just go there? Now we're going to move on to just general life. Working with the seniors have been a gift to me, but this is what's waiting for us people. Mm-hmm. All of us. We're going to go through this. Mm-hmm. Margaret! Margaret! Why aren't you listening to me, Margaret? I didn't have my hearing aid on. Really? Well, I just invited Gladys over here. Are you kidding me? Gladys is coming over here. I thought you said you didn't have your hearing aid on. My point to you people is do not purchase any hearing aids. They will cause a lot of confrontation, a lot of chaos in your life. And the last thing you want to do is get anything wrong. So what you do is just say, uh, no, sir, I do not believe I need hearing aids now. But I will sometime when I'm about 97 and you're already 96, see? And in my days, too, the uh, the honor of not having any parents, because I had no mother or father, no relatives, I've been blessed beyond to work with the seniors who have taught me so much about this is what's waiting for us again. You're in the theater. You're 90 years old. There's seven females. There's a new man that just came in the block. Mm-hmm. He's 94, girls. We're all in the bedroom. We're getting dolled up because, you know, we think he wants us. Now, we get in the dining room. We all zoom in on him. We act like little 19-year-olds that we're not. Before you know it, we're out there screaming and calling each other. Hey, ho! Yeah, you, ho. No, that one over there, ho. No, it's this one over here. We're all hoes, even at 93, is my point. We never stop caring for a handsome, good-looking man. And 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 as we get older, we get cranky. We like to tend to, uh, to be, you know, uh, judgmental. That's from the day when we started in high school. Nothing changes. We only get crankier, and it apparent everything that we weren't, we become at the end. So if you don't, never were gassy, you're going to be gassy. And if you were never, ever in your life uh, skinny and malnourished, oh, you will be at the end. And if you were very, very skinny and never heavy, oh, you're going to be that one too. And the most important thing of it all is don't stop laughing. Laughing is fun. I'm going to tell you why I got on social media a year ago. I went on there and I accidentally never in my life knew what it meant to write something down. And oh my gosh, the world was reading it. Well, this is, uh, you know, I said some rude things I did. But the funny thing about it is I thought, <laughs> I thought they were funny. When they came back to bite me, I realized that um, I had ruffled a bunch of celebrities. Uh huh. And I feel flattered because um, I had been honored. To been have been named Granny. Now, Granny has been a Granny at 38, so I'm 62 now, and I think I look like I'm 38. I act like I'm 28, and I refuse to grow up. It's just too late. But my point is to you guys is um, write what you want on media. It's your opinion. You can trash anybody you want, but you may be able to handle the trash when it comes back on that bread and you're eating, eating, eating it and you're going, holy crap, did I just read about that cheese and in that honey up in here? Mm-hmm. I also met some uh, comedians. Oh, 
comedians, aren't they funny? They're funny, but don't get them mad. What I'm saying is don't sit there and make fun of them because comedians don't like to be made fun of. They like to be to like to make fun of us. Like again, I was called granny. I was called old and ugly. And I was called almost like I didn't have any manners. I don't have a grammar. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to walk. But granny raised herself by herself. I did it all by myself at 62. And I ruffled the feathers of all these celebrities. So, you know, I am a full bona fide granny. (laughs) I am famous on social media. Yes, I am. I'm known as Granny Angel Comedy Relief on BBS number one radio station of all time. You cannot believe how honored I am to be sharing my gifts every week to give you a joke. I beg of you to please call me. Let me shout your name out. Let us share a laughter one week, one day at a time. There's too much hurt, too much pain. We've got to turn it around and make laughter rule. The only way we can do that is by, okay, making fun of yourself. I got up this morning. My hair was sticking straight up in the air. It was telling me uh, we're moving on up and I'm like uh, really? I'm not even going to go there until I have my 17 cups of coffee. My point again is to you is even when you wake up in the morning, you're beautiful. you got to believe you're beautiful. Beautiful to make the world shine and every one of us is a superstar. Actually a shining star. I'm a funny funny star. I came to California where all the fruits and the nuts are, and they let the granola slide right on in. Yeah, I'm a Puerto Rican granola, and uh, I've always, always loved to make people laugh. They cry, I go in there and make them laugh. They hurt, I take the pain away by just a little laugh. Um, Laugh is free. Um, It belongs to all of us. It's way, way inside of us. You know, when we were little, we were outside playing cowboys and Indians. Well, I'm sorry, that was way before your times because you guys get the, the social media. But if you didn't have such negative in your life, believe me, laughter is funny. Even if even if you get up in the morning and you go to school and you have two shoes on, laugh. Don't sit there and 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 uh, say it's it's ugly or something. Just laugh about it. Oh my gosh, look at how funny I am. I'm different. You know, one day go to school, wear uh, a skirt, and uh, if you're a boy, wear a skirt, and the girl wear a pants, and vice versa. Make fun of it. It's you gotta love your skin. Um, this is 2017, and laughter is going to turn the world around. BBS radio station is going to make it happen. We've got couples on here that do it together. Now you have me, the neurotic granny in person. You can meet me. You can call me. You can give me a shout out. Uh, I'm not here to play politics about who's better. I just need a joke so we can share it with the world. Um, It's an honor to have gone on social media. Never in my life. It's a beautiful honor to see what everybody's gifts of laughter means. Uh, It's an honor to see so many people, why we have lost our homes, which I have in Puerto Rico, but that you just 
look for the fun of it. You know, uh, I lost my house, but hey, when I get there and the road ain't there, I'll find a road, I'll build a road, and then I'll walk to it. I mean, you know, um, I don't know. I feel that um, my life is getting ready to turn, change. And the only way we can change people is believing in yourself. When you have doubters, hand them some gas. When you uh, have a person who uh, wants to label you, hand them a sativa. And when pe- all, in, all in doubt and someone is very, very depressed, hug them. Give them a hug. Look at them and say, hey, has anybody ever told you? Wow, you're funny looking. And they're going to laugh together. You're going to laugh. Um, my goal here to you is to hope that when you're at home with your wife or your husband and your husband or your wife, you know, tells you something and you both find yourself fighting, one of you has got to go in there and say, uh, how about crack a lacking up a joke of an ear? Or, or come on, honey, let's do this together. Together, rather, where the weather is not wet permitted, we've got to weather it out together. Always, always be thankful. I'm not talking about you being religious, so don't just be thankful that you're alive. I have been working for 26 years with in the medical field, and when you can't get out of that bed, <laughs> and you can't wipe your own eyes, and you can't feed yourself, you still laugh. You find some laughter in it. It's all good. I can't wash my face, but I'm going to get myself a good-looking nurse in here, and he's going to wipe my face and wipe my booty. You see the laughter? You got to yearn it. If you don't, you're going to burn it. You're going to end up crying, and you're going to feel sorry for yourself, and no one's going to want that. Nobody is going to care about you. Um, Always remember that that, um, life is a gift. Your eyes are a gift. You have to remember that um, to be happy is to make yourself happy. No one can do that. No money. You can buy a face in a box. You can purchase it. You can have it put on. It's not refundable. You're stuck with it. If you look worse than what you did when you bought the face in the box, guess who you're going to be laughing at? Yourself. Again, my point, laughter. Laugh, Laugh like you've never laughed before. Laugh until you cry, because when you really get it inside, out of your stomach, you're going to go, well, I can conquer anything. Who needs that Mr. Man who doesn't have any plan to make me happy? Because you're not going to be happy if Mr. Plan ain't got a plan, and now you're in there with the plan and no man. I'm just saying, I've been there all my life chasing thinking. I'm going to get it. I'm going to do it. And here I am, 62, sitting in a closet. What? Yeah, talking to you guys about Granny. Granny has finally found her niche, and that's to make each one of you know you are awesome, a shining star. There ain't nothing wrong with you on who you are, what you are, what color you are, who you voted for. Laughter is free. It's for all of us. So, yeah, if you're cranky at the right, go to the left and be in the middle. Be neutral. There is no negative. You don't want to go left or right because that's negative. You want to go neutral and never go straight because, you know, that's kind of dull. You got to even have a buzz of, you know, pot, little beer, whatever your buzz is, 
I am no one to judge. I like my pot. Some like to drink. But either way, we get loud and we want to be hurt. But laugh. From now on, just laugh about nothing. Mm-hmm. Even when you pass some air and say, dang it, I know the dog did not just do that. Or when you're even at the grocery store and you pass air, wind, and someone is next to you, go, listen to me. My wife just left here. She, you know, she's had to go to the car, but did she not leave this to go behind her? I'm sorry for the inconvenience of in your nostrils. I'm just <laughs> And when you're walking with the dog and you're out there in public and there's a bunch of people around and all of a sudden you've got to give it a whirl and some gas pearls out. That damn dog ate some of that stuff again last night. And I'm sorry, people, for the inconvenience of your lungs. Inhale. It's free for all today for you to enjoy the smell. I'm just saying. And life laughs. Also, I have learned that no matter even if I'm 62 or even when I was younger, I was always, always insecure about laughing. I was always afraid to have fun. Don't do it. Doesn't matter where you do it. Doesn't matter how you do it. Because when you're not laughing, what are you doing? You're obsessing about life. But if you're laughing, you've conquered life. Go ahead, throw whatever it's got. I am homeless. I don't have a car. I don't have nothing. But guess what? Even though I didn't have any of that, I still went out and made people laugh. People would go, wow, how in the world are you laughing? I don't know. I just did. I just do. And I will always. It doesn't matter what I don't have. It's what I do have. And that's your attention listening to me today. Just happens to be God put me here to make me share with you. I don't have anything but I can make you laugh. And it's my gift. It's free from me to you. Granny's got it going on. Trust me. There ain't no man up in here that wouldn't want to take Granny a bath. I'm just saying. When I got on social media, they would say, oh, Granny, you're so ugly. I go, honey, let me come home to your house, wrap Granny in the bathroom and see if Grandpa's best friends, which are in their 20s. Grandpa, I got this Granny here. I got this one here, Granny. I got you, baby. Yeah. And they used to call me a snake, and I say, well, this granny old snake would be wrapped around any man, and he would say, I love my snake, and his granny's working it well. Mm, what else was I called? Oh, I had crepey skin. Mm. So I bought some crepe skin for, for, for grannies. Guess what? I'm crepeless granny. I'm just saying. Again, I make fun of it. They said that your face and your body has cottage cheese. When I showed them my face, and my drop-dead gorgeous granny body, they were like, what? what? Yeah. Now they're on there on their asking me, Granny, can I get to know you? Um, what? No. Just saying. Ah. It's funny how life is. Swear to you, if you give it some time, with the blink of an eye, boom, you're laughing and you're going, <laughs> That guy thinks I'm old and ugly. Does he not know who I am? I'm just a human being. Mm -hmm. Like him, we get up in the morning and we do the same thing. And, uh, yeah, we wipe the same way or maybe a little different, but it's still the same principle. Yeah, one's crankier. The other one's got a goal. And the other one just sits here and goes, negative, negative. And I've got on the social media, and I think I've even gotten the president to even have a chuckle because laughter 
laughter. Really, when you're sad, ain't nothing like number one BBS radio station letting me share this with you guys. Wow, what an honor. Oh my gosh, I'm so blessed, blessed, blessed beyond. Who would ever know if you give it your dream, if you even at 100 years old, don't you think God has not heard you for 100 years and you will at the end get that dream. It doesn't matter if that dream was that you wanted to look like Cindy Lopra and you wanted to sing her last song. You will sing it in a senior citizen home. It doesn't matter where it happens. Don't you stop dreaming and don't you stop laughing laughing, even when the old buzzer says, honey, are you coming in the room? Said, no, I already came, but thank you. It was a good thought, and and I'll think about you tomorrow when I want to come along again, but right now, I'm okay. Um, Thank you again. Mm -hmm, Honey, um, that's what you have to do. Just laugh. Honey, do listen to me. You gonna cook dinner? I already ate, honey. Really? Yes, I did. And it was a nice big sausage, but it wasn't yours. I'm just saying, you gotta have laughter. And I've learned the the the, the ones who have the are the funniest is, is the seniors as we get older. The wisdom, the words of wisdom. Oh my gosh! Remember they they've lasted for a hundred years. And they still can laugh, and they get up in the morning, and you go, wow, you want to get up? Absolutely. I'm going to tear Mr. Roger up tonight. It's my turn. I'm going to tear him up so bad. He's going to want to shower me. Only thing is, is he can't even shower himself. I'm in a pickle. I'm just caught up in this pickle mess, and I ain't figured out how I'm going to get his son to bathe me, but I'm going to work it. You can guarantee Granny's going to work it up. And he watch me when he comes up in here, and I ask him, "Can I smack that little booty of his?" Then I might be a granny register offender. But who cares? I'm dying in a couple of years. Who cares if I go down smacking a nice, firm butt of a nice, handsome young man who works out for us to just admire every day for the rest of our lives? It's what you call vision—a nice vision in there. Working in the ICU room, it was really funny also. Patients would come in. The women would see these nice-looking male nurses and say, is there any way possible that male can come in here and bathe me? I'm just saying, we're not blind. We're not deaf. Um, we appreciate uh, beauty, and it comes in all sizes and packages. You might think I'm ugly and skinny, and another man might say, oh, Lord, look at that granny. I'm thinking I can take that one home. Mm-hmm. And remember, when you come in and you're sick in life, if you see anybody sick, go and whisper to them and say, hey, listen to me. You're killing me the way you're looking today. There's got to be something you can do about the way you're looking. How can I help you? Get a little smile out of them. Give them something kind of inspiration. We're a mask. We're something. Laugh. Laugh. It's beautiful. Like today, it's very chilly. Tomorrow's not going to be tamale. So I'm just saying, you got to look at the good. Like uh, Puerto Rico's having some nice, hot, warm weather. So are the men. Did I just say that? Uh, okay. Now, we're going on into the cold, cold up north where the men are very cold. And I do mean cold-hearted. And I mean they don't need to wear a coat because they're so cold-hearted when they walk out. 
they're so cold, the snow bounces right off of them. I'm just saying. They don't know how to relax and have a joke. If you say, hey, buddy, uh, you know, um, do you know that you have a, a spare tire on your four tires? Because one of them is kind of deflated. And he looks at you like, are you a dumb Dumb lady. No, honey, that would have been the dog that you're walking right now. Do you call her lady? Because that's dumb. I'm just saying. My point again is to you, laugh. Okay, so then one day my sisters invited me to go to a blind date. And in our days, oh, Lord, there was no warning, no nothing. The guy shows up, he's got thick glasses, and he has no teeth. Mm-hmm. To my surprise, I go up to him and I say... Hey, are you here for what's her name? Yeah. I mean, I've been waiting all week long to meet her. Listen, listen to me. She left. She left the other day. Yeah, her boyfriend came back looking for her, and they got back together. I'm really sorry, but listen, you know that $200 that you were going to spend on her for dinner? Mm. Is there any way possible you could give me the money and I could just hold it for her till she gets back? Of course, I won't spend it. I could hold it for her. The guy would be stupid enough. He'd give me the $200. He would leave, and I was the blind date. I'm just saying, it always worked out. Blind date means really a blind date. <laughs> when you went out also with a guy, listen to me, and he would show up, yeah, and he was all that good looking. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing he did when you were sitting at the dinner table was pick his nose. Mm, you excuse yourself. And that's what you did. You excuse yourself and you walked home. And when he came looking for you the next day, just acted like, oh, my gosh, I thought you meant you wanted me to leave. I'm sorry. Listen, I read people wrong. <laughs> and when you have a date and the guy says to you, listen. Is there any way possible we're going to go out tonight, maybe, you know, dancing and, and you know, get to know each other and do some uh, uh, spit swapping? And Because in my days, that's what we call it. We call it a spit swapping. We spit and we swapped and then we spit and we swapped and we got herpes and then we wonder who the hell they gave it to me. I don't know. But because if you didn't spit, you're swapping, you're swapping, you're spit, I would have never met herpes. I'm just saying, in my days, we did a lot of, um, you know, free love. It was, think about it, you guys. You guys think it's so nasty. No, it was free. It was love. We gave it to everybody. Uh, that's all we did. We gave you a hug and said, I love you. And that does not mean I want to move in with you and, and you know, do anything between the sheets, do any kneeling. I just want to say, I love you because you're my brother. It was free love. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we were doing, was working on free love. Nowadays, free loves mean, uh, listen to me, girl, I want to tear you up. And uh, I was wondering if your love is free because I'm broke and there's no way possible I can take you out. No, I can't even buy you an engagement ring, but is, there, is, there, is your love free? Because I am a man who likes anything that's free. Are you in? Oh, what do you mean? You have food stamps. What? Girl, you got food stamps? Can I have some of them? Listen, I tell you, I like anything that's free. You go and get them. I'll come over here, and I'll help you cook. And then you and I can share your food stamps. What do you think about that, sweet pea? Yeah. In our days, there was no food stamps. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, if we wanted a hamburger and the guy didn't have six cents, because that's what it costs in those days, six cents. Mm, listen, to work with me here. Six cents, 18 cents for the whole meal. Hamburger, french fries, and a coke. If he could not afford that, we went to his father. <laughs> we went to his father, his uncles, because we knew where the money was. We were not that stupid that we sat around and wasted a couple of years on the guy who couldn't afford the six cents. We just superseded it. That's what we called it. We superseded him, rated our on the father, the older brother, anybody who could afford the six cents. And then when the, the one that had the six cents, son of a gun, he would always become the billionaire. And we would go back and say, listen to me, I did not know what was going on. I was blinded by the light. <laughs> And all I know is I've always loved you. <laughs> You're the one I wanted from the beginning. I've always wanted you to tap me, but I did not know that, you know, you weren't in, in the tapping mood, so I moved on to your brother. Because mm, in our days, if, yeah, cause in our days, come on, a loaf of bread was 10 cents, and we couldn't afford it. Just let's go there. We could not afford 10 cents. But you know who could? Uncle Sue and Robin and Bill. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. they would be going out, changing positions, and they would come back with the groceries, and we would just go, wow, I want to go up and be just, no, well, maybe. Think about what you're saying now, because you might just end up being like this. You shut your mouth, and think about what you're going to pop out that mouth. And that's how we raised ourselves. Again, I raised myself on the streets. People literally would watch me come by. You know? It was funny because you had to laugh at about it. They would have a loaf of bread. Mm. I would approach the husband. Mm, imagine me, mm -hmm, granny, <laughs> approaching you and your wife. The wife was looking at you like, I dare you to talk to you. I dare you to talk to her again. I just dare you to look at her. And I'd be like, Come on over here, about 10 minutes. If you give me a loaf of that bread and some of that bread, I can show you where you can get some uh, tuna. <laughs> and Granny was working it at the age of 14. I'm just saying, you had to do what you had to do, and I would go get him a can of tuna with his money. I'm just saying, there you go with dirty minds. What is wrong with this world? It's in the gutter. Because in our days, there was no hanky-panky, and, and, you know, he was a pedophile. No. The relatives, we all got together. We all just, you know, sat around. And if you went around and you were a little kid and you didn't have any clothes on, did we sit there and take pictures? No. Uh, you were poor. You were just downright poor, didn't have no clothes. And that's all it was. It wasn't, oh, my gosh. We're living in a in a new new camp now. We were just poor, and all we could afford is borrowing one underwear. The worst was going to school, and you were wearing petticoats at the age of eight. Petticoats that made your dress really full, mm -hmm. and you were wearing fishnet hose, mm. and you were only eight years old, and your hair was teased up. Mm. You say good morning, class, and they would look at you and go, "Oh my God, my mother just walked in the room." No, it was just me. I was eight, but I listen to me. I was never late. I'm just telling you right now. I showed up with my petticoat, and I showed up with everything I could. But I guarantee when we went out to do the monkey bars, I was the little girl flipping on the monkey bars with my my uh, petticoat showing. 
I'm just saying, thank God for the man who made petticoats in those days. They were just little shorts mm-hmm, under your dresses. Nowadays, all you got to do is just go on social media, and you got all the celebrities showing you their crack-a-lackas. And then they wonder why the ratings are rack a lacking and really gone crack a lacking. But anyways, discreet is what we always did in our generation. Yeah, we acted like carefree, you know, let's show it all. No, look at us. Look at the videos. We were funny. We had a good time. We never killed each other. We never talked about each other. We never beat each other up. We laughed and laughed and we laughed. We didn't leave any drugs. We drank a few maybe once in a while. And that's all we did was laugh. And when we laughed at you, we weren't laughing at you. We were laughing with you. Remember that, kids. In this world, there's two types of people. There's a pigeon and a bird. I beg excuse me, a pigeon and a rock. The statue is the rock, the one that you are, that you never leave home. You just stay in your hometown, and that's good enough for you. Now, the pigeon gets up and goes anywhere, knows it's going to get fed, produces a little dream, takes off to another dream. The most beautiful part of my dream is BBS Radio Station number one. I am so honored to have followed my dream alone. Again, no family, never, never parents. I was thrown out of 14. I don't tell you to sit there and feel sorry. I want to make you laugh Mm -hmm. because I would have never been where I am today if I would have listened to all those men who used to beat me and throw it in my face. You're stupid. You're a nobody. You will be a nobody. You will always be statistically... Could you imagine if I would listen to all that? Yeah, I would be one fruity granola nutcase. And I'm not. I've been to many counselors. Hundreds of psychiatrists, I knew I was sick. I knew I was. My gosh. Um, I love myself to realize I wasn't sick mentally. I was a little girl thrown outside (laughs) trying to make the people laugh, and they didn't realize they were laughing at me because I was a little girl trying to survive, trying to make people laugh and realize that the joke is on them. The joke was on them. Everybody who trashed me only made me a better person, only made me laugh harder, only made me love you more. I wanted to hate you, and look what I did. Look what I did. Against the all odds, I'm here making each one of you laugh. So when you get in the car and when you wake up, wake up in the morning and you're in a hurry, remember when the coffee spills all over you, go to work and say, listen to me, this is my new outfit. What is it? Coffee on the make. I'm just saying. I've decided that I wear Irish creamer a lot better than I do drink it. I'm just saying, make fun of it. If you if you get in the car and you realize when you forgot to put one mascara, one eye with mascara and the other one is plain, go in and say, listen, this is the new look. I like just looking at you one way. Just today, just I want to look at you this way. I, I, see, I love you this way. Uh, when you get up in the morning, 
and the kids are giving you a hard time. One of them doesn't want to get up in the morning. He doesn't want to do this. What you do is you go lay down in the bed with the same one that's giving you a hard time, and you just act out just like him. I just don't want to do. You don't want to do. You don't want to do that. And they're going to look at you like, oh, mom, are you crazy? No, no. I mean, I gave birth to one, but I'm not. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not losing my mind yet. It would be you killing me, and I'm almost going to lose my mind enough to snap. Now get up. And let's get to school. Make them laugh. Nothing worse than making a child a nervous wreck when they go to school. And then they have all that peer pressure. I say we go back to the olden days and we all wore uniforms. Because, again, when you wore a uniform, we're all look alike. How can we judge? But if you're going to come in wearing a $5,000 pair of shoes and I can't even eat and my mom and dad and I live in a cardboard, I'm thinking you're going to see me trying to get those shoes so I can pawn them and get some food. And I'm just saying I told you right, right now, I did steal them. I told you I was going to steal them. So why'd you wear them? Because you wanted me to go and steal them from you. And then you and I end up as husband and wife. I'm just saying how life is. Laughter. I'm so honored. I hope and pray that I've made one of you guys laugh today and that you look at each other and go, um, did we just hear this lady on live number one radio station, BBS? Is this lady for real or is she neurotic? What do we got up in here? Join me every Sunday. Bring me a joke. Let me give you a shout out. Call me. The guys that have hooked me up, they are the ones that deserve the shout out. OMG Doug and his twin brother. God bless these guys for setting me up, making this happen. They too can change your world. All you got to do is believe in one thing, one concept, whatever that dream is. Mine just happened to be, I wanted to get on. I don't know why. I've been dreaming about being on a show. Never knew it was this, but that I'm making people laugh. I cry because I never in a million years thought I would be here. I thank you so much for the gift of being in your presence today. You could have turned it off. You could just say, not happening. But I'm thinking if you just give the granny a chance, you might just realize that granny is just here to make us have a beautiful, fun laughter on Angel Comedy Relief Show, number one radio station on Sundays from 1 to 2. Shout us out. Know that I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I have a lot of followers. I think I have one. And I've been on there for one year, so I'm thinking I'm doing pretty good. One follower per year, I'm thinking maybe by next year I'm going to have two and a half, maybe three. But uh, either way, I, I appreciate my one follower. Um, he's been very loving to me. He's the one that's uh, giving me the, yeah, girl, you just ain't nothing but no ho. <laughs> and I handed him his brother. Mm-hmm. He didn't like him. He didn't, like, he didn't see the humor, in it, and I'm thinking he got confused. Because when he called me a hoe, I said, I, this bread line stopped with me. And uh, the only hoe I have is a stick with a metal on the end wanting to cut that tongue of that mouth and show you what a hoe really, really is. So I'm just saying to the hoe, I'm hollering back at you. I've learned no respect at all on media. None.
and I'm okay with it because I raised myself on the streets. <laughs> There's nothing that you can say to knock Granny down. I'm thinking that's why I love the name Granny. Uh, crepey skin, old skin. Like again, I said, look my profile up and tell me, and don't get smacked, husbands, uh, because your wives are going to tell you that lady's not a granny and you ain't showering her. I'm just telling you, dear, it's not happening because uh, granny does 100% take care of my heart and my hands. That's all I have. I don't have anything else. I'm not rich. I have never been rich, but I'm I'm a millionaire because I have God's blessings, and that's beyond. Some people can't even look in the mirror and like what they look at. I have liked myself when I had nothing to eat, when my teeth were black, when I couldn't bathe old Granny, when Granny didn't have anywhere to hang her head, and everybody would walk on by and see the man, but they wouldn't see Granny. I still held my head up high, and I still laughed and realized, wow. Granny, I love you. I love you so much, I'm going to make you a superstar, Granny. One day you and I are going to end up in the closet, you know, because the radio station will be in the closet, not because you're changing your, you know, your profile and your way of thinking in life, but, you know, just because that's where God is going to meet you at. And it took many of years for me to realize this is it. This is where I belong, to make you laugh to make you giggle, to make you when you're at work going, wow, there's this lady that got on the other day. And, my goodness, she's really funny, but not really. She's kind of dry, but not really, but, but kind of different. Well, I'm thinking kind of different is good, though, because uh, who wants the same rice and beans every day? Seriously, do you want your wife to be the same? Hey, honey, three o'clock for me. What happens if the roadblock and she's not there at three o'clock? What happens? Just my point is. Stop being predictable. I'm not. There's nothing you're going to see or hear predicting over and over. I'm not going to write it. I'm free-living. I just talk. I am not a good pronouncer. I do not have great grammar. I do not ever say that I am uh, good at something. I'm not. I have taught myself what I've taught myself on the streets. I made fun of about my grammar, but guess what? I'm 62 years old. I'm thinking no means no. A uh, yes means uh, a yes, and maybe means maybe, and do not confuse any of them because this granny's mouth <laughs> hasn't changed from 1804 to 2017. I'm just saying, you have to remember, love yourself, respect yourself, demand it. Don't alter it. Don't accept it. Do not think that it's okay to say, hey, bitch, slut, whore. And say, oh, God, that's the guy I want to marry. That's him. No, not at all. Not acceptable. What you allow, you're going to eat it. And you're going to eat it alone with salt and garlic and heartburn meds and, yeah, psychiatrist meds. Yeah. So embrace what you push out. Suck in what you want. Enjoy life. Create your own happiness. Your kids. Look to you. If you show them anger, they're going to spit out anger. But let's pray that when you spit out the anger, they reverse it to laughter now so that you can find the laughter will make you cry because you're going to see the little kid in you that wants to be that kid. Don't ever grow up. Don't you ever accept your age. I don't care if you're 100. You don't know how many people, and I do have a gentleman, he's 96, that I take care of 
daily. I'm very blessed. Has Alzheimer's. I make this man laugh all the time. He cries and he tells me, I love you so much for not ever giving up your laughter and in your dream and making me laugh before I leave this world. Laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm being made fun of. And people just like to put you down. Oh, you're on food stamps. You're on welfare. You know what's so sad? Negative. Don't allow it. Don't accept depression. Do not go to your psychiatrist and say, I need this pill and that pill and that pill to to relieve the pain. The pain is in your mind. Laughter is free. Go to the psychiatrist and say, you know, lately you've been calling me. I have a uh, a syndrome. And I think the syndrome is that I've been paying for the mortgage in your house. Mm, Did I just say that? And that car payment of yours? The syndrome is called, I'm not paying for your meds anymore, and I'm thinking I like living with me and my 17 personalities, uh, and all of them have syndromes, and I'm okay, but I'm going bankruptcy. I'm making sure that you have a beautiful car and a nice home. Show them that you love yourself. doesn't matter what we don't have, and that's a perfect mind. It doesn't exist. No education is going to give you a perfect mind. Because somewhere along the line, you're going to miss life. And you know what life is? Love, friendship, family, forgiveness, yeah. Because if you focus on that uh, label, you're going to end up with the label, looking at the label. And that's what you're going to be happy with is your label. But if you don't worry about the label, because I've always been labeled, you know, you're going to be this. You're never going to do this. You're going to be a prostitute. My gosh, girl, you're going to be a drug addict. None of the above. None of them. I would not allow them. I used to cry by myself. You know what would I do? I would cry, and then I would laugh so hard I would cry again. Laughter is what kept me from taking and getting uh, oh, oh, a gun. You know, all those water guns. And you just, you just fill it up with water, and you shoot yourself. And you shoot yourself every day with water and go, what? I missed again. Oh, my God, Granny. You're going to get this straight sooner or later. You're going to get that gun. No, no. Depression. Depression is a, a label and a name, a word. Get rid of it. Everything that we say, so if you can say I'm depressed, I can say I can make myself laugh. If you can say I hate you, you can also say, wow, I love you so much that, oh, my God, you're killing me. But, all right, all right, all right. No, listen to me. I really do love you. You don't mind nerves. But, I, I, no, I, I do love you. It, it, it's just once in a while you do get on my nerves, you know. But, but I said I love you for the rest of my life. Then you go to the priest and you go, dear God, forgive me for what I have sinned. I want to kill her every night, but I don't know how. How am I going to get away with this killing her? If I put a pillow on her, they'll know it. If I uh, give her too much meds, uh, darn, FBI guy will find me. And if I do anything on uh, social media, they'll find the deleted emails. I don't know how to do this. You pray, go back and say, oh, honey, I love you so much. You lay next to her and go, oh, dear God, forgive me. I have seen I want to kill her. I want to kill her. Yeah. Again, laugh. And the next morning, you wake up and you start laughing. Dear God, why aren't you dead yet? <laughs> Just saying. I can't imagine being with someone 24 hours, 100 years. Kudos to all of you. Living with someone for that long of a time, you deserve a gift from God. Because that's one of the hardest things to do. Get up in the morning. I love you. You do love me? Listen to me. Did I do not tell you I love you? Well, then you better listen when I say it. Now, I want you to tell me what time you're going to be home so you can make dinner. 
that's what I saw, have seen, with my seniors. And the wife looks at you like, this is what I've been taking for 60-something years. I love Harold. I love him so much that Harold has caused me to go literally uh, deaf in one ear. And uh, in the other ear, everything is just clearly. But he don't know that, but the doctor and I do. Sooner or later, he's going to get it. And I hear everything when he tells me he can't hate. He hates me, but he wants me to make dinner. So what I do is I put rat poison in it. And it's taken me a hundred years to figure out what kind of uh, a, a percentage I need to put in. I think I'm not putting enough because the son of a gun is still alive, but he's got diarrhea of the mouth. It's not working in the right place, but the diarrhea in the mouth is killing me. And that is why I respect all of you who have stayed together and loved each other unconditionally. Oh, my God, you guys are gifts, gifts to each other and to the world. How you can make something happen, rebuild it, and make it work together. Yeah. And even though you guys get angry, you got to know one thing. Wow. The level, the balance. When one of you took a bolt out and the other one was slinging, swinging up in the air, what happened? Well, uh, I'm going to do things my way. No, we're not. We got to get it back to level. Laughter. Again, laughter. You are the most important thing in this world is to love and look at yourself in the morning and just say, wow, we're having rain today. So I'm thinking I'm going to go outside and just go ahead and get the shampoo. And and Margaret, yeah, I'm going to go outside and take a shower today. Hell, it's free. The water's free. And they are not going to charge me for the water up this month. I can't afford it. So, yeah, hand me some more towels. Yep. You're doing good, Margaret. There's a brush up in the tree. Can you get it so I can get the dingleberries out? Thanks, babe. I love you so much. Yes, I do. Now, listen, the tree has, uh, I could use that for sandpaper. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of things we can do in life that we ain't got to pay for. They're all free, and I'm a freeloader. I believe in the power of free. Writer. Mm-hmm. I remembered uh, uh, in my days um, uh, the, the the movie um, um, Easy Rider. They took the watches off, and they never ever wanted to know what time it was. All they wanted to do was ride around, and get high. Mm-hmm. This is 2017. I don't ride around. I walk around. I still don't wear a watch. I still get high. <laughs> Except nowadays it's called sativa and indica and hybrid. And I figured out if you put them all three together, you still come out with the hybrid. I can't figure out how these potheads have come up with these different names. One of them is Jack Herrero, O.J. Cush, uh, Meow Cush, Cat Cush, uh, Hart Cush, uh, Kevin Cush. Every one of them has a name. So mine is Lynn Simple Indusativa Kush. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. If you want it, you can just call me up on number one radio station, BBS, and I will hook you up with the Lynn in Skunk Sativa OJ Kush. My time today is running out, but I want to say that thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me come into your home, your time. I know you're busy. 
I love you. I thank you. Hit me up on Sundays. Don't forget to give a shout out to Doug and his twin brother. Don't forget to give a shout out to BBS number one radio station. Don't forget to give a shout out to all the people in life that help you. Never forget them. Everything happens for a reason. It ricochets back to them. Through them, I'm going to find my destiny. It's it's going to complete. It's it's a big circle. I've always wanted to do this. I never had the nerve because everybody kept telling me, well, you don't tra- talk proper. See, there I go. You don't know how to present yourself. Okay. You don't know how to do this. Okay. And uh, and you are who? The guy that just went bankruptcy, his your wife just left you for a younger guy. Oh, I'm going to take advice from you. Yes, I will, Senator. I mean, um, Congress. I mean, uh, President. I mean, I didn't mean that. Well, I'll take advice from anybody but uh, the above. I'm just saying. Don't listen to the negative. And I know that I have touched a few of your hearts, and I know that a few of you will remember Lynn slash Granny 62. Granny was going to come on acting like I'm looking for a shower, looking for a man. I am not. Granny's out looking to win your heart. One laugh at a time, one city at a time, one Sunday at a time. I pray that you guys will call me, tell me a joke. I will shout your name out. Remember, you do not have to be a celebrity. You are a celebrity. You do not have to be famous. You are already famous. And you do not have to be a millionaire. If you believe in God and in yourself, you are a millionaire already. The laugh should be, look at yourself in the mirror and laugh at the feedback. If you wake up in the morning, that's the best time. Look at yourself in the mirror in the morning. That's a beautiful picture of laughter. If you're sad, laugh. If you're laughing and you're sad, that's too bad. I'm just saying, don't confuse the two. Sad is sad, laugh is laugh. You've got to conquer the laughter. I look in the mirror, I say to God, thank you. Oh my God, girl, you are one fine looking granny. Girl, you be shining today. You know, today, girl, I just want to tear you up with love and hugs and abundance of love, Lynn, because you deserve it. Okay, thank you for the number one radio broadcast in all the world. God bless all of you. Thank you.